Awesome run. Crit crew. Activate. We're alive. Cool. Welcome to the awesome MLG nuts. Tournament of Awesome Oh, he's nuts. back. You thought you got rid of him, but he's back. Better than ever, sponsored by Mountain Dew Code Red. I know that you're trying to uh, fulfill Nathan's quota of more more accents, <laughs> but uh, my my dad actually responded in the inverse and said less accents. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Brian, don't give a what fuck. What does he mean? He doesn't like our accents. Oh, Mother. Boy. Oh. <laughs> Guys, welcome, uh, welcome to the Crit Crew. We have uh, kind of a weird one this week, as you can. Oh, yeah. On that, on that, on that start, let's just start. do a cold switch over to no accent. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, Awesome Nuts Crit Crew cold open. Welcome to the uh, show, everyone. We're going to be talking about some mobas. We're going to be talking about multiplayer games. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be a moba talk over here. Um, moba standing for a uh, multiplayer online battle arena game, uh, aka moba. Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> Patented by Blizzard. Alright. Now that we got that talk, out of the way. We're going to talk about MOBAs, and I guess specifically we're going to talk about Awesome Nuts. Mm-hmm. Awesome Nuts. Yeah, so this one's going to be complicated. I feel like we have a confusing amount of listeners who aren't gamers, which is not what I would have expected, mm-hmm. but that's sort of the reality. And the MOBA genre is just inherently kind of complicated, so we're going to need to make sure we spell things out we do a little video game history lesson so to speak okay yeah. and then do you have do you have one well also you, I actually, I, a clarification here i am very new to MOBA, mobas so for me this has been uh, actually this is my first moba so uh much to david and uh, Max's he's, enjoyment. he's so new to he's so new to moba he almost said moma first <laughs> <laughs> that's an art place scenes, uh Caleb is less than 24 hours old into the MOBA scene. We played this game yesterday for uh, research, and just Caleb been had some questions. Yeah, but yes, freshly jellied from the uh, MOBA womb. So I'm right there with you, listeners. Yeah. So Max, can you give us just like the briefest of rundowns of the MOBA genre? Then we'll talk about awesome knots. Then we'll talk about our opinions, and then we'll give the email, and then we create a jury, and that's the podcast. Cool. I think you know what? I think you summarized stuff so good there. Let's just call it here. Yeah, I think we're um, done. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. So, a MOBA or as I said before, a multiplayer online battle arena game is a subgenre of real-time strategy games. Um and actually it kind of happened in this weird way of uh you had people playing uh Warcraft 3, but more more so actually StarCraft. Um and they were making custom they had custom maps where those games, I don't know if you know real-time strategy games, they're, they're kind of your, your, you know, your Age of Empires, build an army, attack the other people's keep strategy you, game. You have units that you control in masses oftentimes, and you kind of point and click for them to do commands. And, but all these games have an, a top-view-down uh, top perspective, where you're looking down on the scene, and you can kind of see where you're moving your people. Mm-hmm. Um... MOBAs arose from both of these these Blizzard RTS games, the early Blizzard RTS games. They used a type of unit, a type of unit where you'd have a hero unit who was sort of exceptionally strong, and you wouldn't like even if they died, you could just kind of res them. You wouldn't just replace them, and you'd spend the game, the course of the game, leveling them up and making them gain new abilities. So a bunch of people basically said, "That's cool." I bet that can be a game formula on its own, and that is essentially they what were MOBAs right. are. They, yeah, they, they were right. 
So the first MOBA was uh, Dota. Dota. Defense of the Dota. Ancients. And that actually came out and like that, that sort of started around 2003 and actually started as mods again. A lot of this is It was sort in the 2000s? Yeah. I did not know that. I thought it was in the 90s or something. No, 2003. I mean, it's early 2000s. Oh, um, okay. And it, all this early MOBA stuff kind of all started as this sort of weird, like, you know, the game hadn't been made, but people wanted to play in this format. So it was kind of being competitively constructed and, like, community organized. Mm-hmm. And Dota very much like aesthetically and the way that it functions took a lot off of Warcraft Three and how Starcraft functioned because they knew people liked that. Then fast forward a couple years, hey, and hey you Max, have how long is this? How long is this history lesson? I'm almost done. Okay, there's a there's a pop, there's a pop quiz at the very end of this, so you better be taking. Yeah, I am gonna I am gonna yeah. quiz you. I am gonna quiz you. Okay, uh, I'm ready. Then I you need fast to take forward. Notes. You fast forward a couple years, 2009. And you get League of Legends, which blew everything out of proportion. <laughs> yeah, Le- and League of Legends losing their minds. I was just <laughs> about to do that. Um, but yeah, so that, that and then once that happened, then the ball got rolling. Uh, awesome mods came out in 2012. Then, so I mean, it's you know this this genre has been it had a kind of slow start, but then it really took off with MLG competitive gaming. Welcome to our dank stratcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the the thing with the the competitive gaming, and this is sort of where this game lo- these these genres line up well. The objective of the game doesn't have a long term win. It's all about like short forty minute to an hour to less than that. Just like short, man. Yeah, that is quite con- long. <laughs> in in <laughs> contrast, in contrast to your Nathan Drake collection, yeah, it's a different kind of. Wait, you can't compare. <laughs> that's not. You can't compare that. That's at not all. even. A, that's not analogous. <laughs> well, my 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 point. Just being, keep going. <laughs> you have you play in multiple we games. Pop quiz him. <laughs> you okay? Um. <laughs> yeah, my 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 point being that instead of playing a long format story game, you're playing long versus matches between two players. Mm-hmm. Apparently, because Caleb yeah. and David don't have time to play things. No. Okay. Forty. This minutes. isn't worth it. Never mind. Could you Max, could you give us a very like brief? Could yeah? Could you give us like a like a super brief summary of like the general gameplay of MOBAs, and then we'll jump yeah. into awesome nods. Brief, brief, right? It's it's ten fifteen. I'll be done at uh. I'll be done at like twelve. Uh. So yeah. a brief yeah. But all right. So basically, all that you're doing is you're you're you are controlling one unit, and the game is going to continually spawn. Uh, computer controlled units which are going to like kind of meet and clash on each other and your objective is to alongside your team push your group to the other uh, team's base before they push into your base and you have to kind of like destroy turrets as you go yeah, usually the, the, turrets, the big you, the, the basic the form is like ru- turrets will tear through you but not minions yeah there are these there are these turrets that will auto attack anything nearby and your goal is like they're normally separate paths that lead to the base, and you can either go, you can do, go down any one of them, and before you can continue down that path, you need to destroy the turrets mm-hmm. on the enemy team's side to be able to continue to push forward. Um, yeah, and and I think of... the, I think the only thing you left out of that is that another common thing with MOBAs is that you are getting currency, and most it's gold. You are getting currency for killing other enemies or other like of the computer-controlled minions or towers, and you use that to buy items in a store that sort of you can use to tweak out your 
champion. Like, mm. you can fit, like, a certain play style. Like, oh, I want to, like, be really... I want to have a lot of health, so I'm going to buy these items. Or I want to be able to kill things really quickly, so I buy these items. That's the other big mechanic in these. Yeah, so a lot of it's, like, growth over time. And there tends to be a lot of different kinds of characters, too. So there's a lot of, like cross character like this character is good against this character yada 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 this character fits this role mm-hmm. you know it, it it sort of follows your standard of like you know tank healer damage uh etc etc now things <laughs> yeah. get weird <laughs> yeah um so i think this episode we're, we're, it's funny so we ended the halo reach episode and i felt like we're all like oh yeah so we can talk about multiplayer games and then as we talk to each other it's like I'm not so sure that we could do that anymore. Like, whatever we had, whatever we figured out then, we seem to have lost. This is, yeah. Um, the conversation I, multiplayer. Because I ended up thinking, like, well, I'm not sold, but Max and Caleb seem to understand it. And then I talked to you guys, and they're like, yeah, I'm not sold either, so I don't know what happened. So we're probably going to be talking more about MOBAs as a genre, and then how Awesome Knots fits into it, than rather just I, artistic I would also, I would also like to talk about why MOBAs have suddenly... You know, it's it's a genre that was very much a lightning in a bottle for a stretch of probably three, four years. And I want to maybe get into why that is. What is so enticing about this genre to the point where okay. people people are watching tournaments on the reg. Uh, they have specific like champions. Oh, yeah. like- when, when people hear the term, like, video games as sport... Um, yeah. I put some air quotes in there, yeah. don't worry. Um, <laughs> these are the games that come up immediately. These are the yeah. games that people want to endorse as like, no, this is a competitive strategy. Like, this is and just... And just as like a side note to that, like whenever I have that conversation with people about video games being a sport, which is a whole other conversation, um, and people are like, how can that be? Like, what kind of a market is there for that? And then like, you'll see a picture of a League of Legends like world tournament, and there are literally like a million people in a stadium watching mm-hmm. this happen like then it's like oh i had no idea this There's, was it like, is it is existed. over it is oversaturated into espn like espn has their yeah. own mm-hmm. digital gaming division that has esports so just maybe touching upon later on i think we'll get to that uh, but just just bring it up ahead of time because it, so it's, it's a thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so do we want to start with just talking about what sort of like makes Awesome Knots unique and special and its own so, snowflake in this market? You mean you mean you mean what makes Awesome Knots so awesome? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's he's learning from so, me. <laughs> I am oh, learning great. from you. Perfect. Two Caleb awesome. on one podcast. I'm blessed. Everybody awesome asks for it. <laughs> awesome Knots is a Dutch game made by Ronimo Games. And they uh, they made something special. They did. Um, uh, so what? So the I think one of the most striking things, just right off the bat, compared to other mobas, is a side scroller. It is completely two D. You don't have mm-hmm. that top down isometric view that you see with other things. Um, which doesn't like for people that don't play games, that probably doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is. Like you'd be mm-hmm. surprised how much that perspective just changes things. And it's very designed to be a, like a side scroller. Like there's a lot of platforming, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. vulnerability from top yeah. down, moving your way through the map. Mm-hmm. I do also think the way that they handled, or the way that they translated the idea of lanes to a side scroller, is incredibly smart. Then again, I've we only played a, a handful of maps, but based off of that, the way that you know you are traversing platforms to get to different 
different like vertical heights to get to your defenses i thought was really really well designed yeah mm-hmm. I, i'm sorry that like i feel like i'm gonna kill the flow every now and then but just like having to explain all the concept of moba it's like there are just so many and i feel like it's so easy to get lost for people that don't know um so like with a lane like i said like they're different paths so in like your mo- like your most mobas you have like a top a middle and a bottom what is that sound is that picking up on the mic <laughs> i can hear that yeah <laughs> oh good Sorry about that. I think someone's fixing a car outside. David is currently um, in a trash compactor, guys. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> He's recording inside of the mechanic. trash compactor. He's in a mechanic shop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you do have different lanes. So like in League of Legends and Dota, you have like a top, middle, and a bottom. And like those, like in a lot, you just say, "I'm going to play top only," and you just sort of push that and let your teammates do this. So in this one, it's a little bit more open. Like you only have a handful of lanes, but it's much more like you're moving all over the place on this. Um, continue with what you're talking about with awesome knots this has no, been I, th- uh, I was gonna say yeah. this has been a learning tip from da- david welcome to david's corner over here Ca- yep. auto repair noise and talking <laughs> talking strat um yep. uh but yeah awesome knots they they kind of do away with the whole thing of actually using like you know the platforming as a way to get from lane to lane um, and it's very well designed along that. Uh, most of the characters, and there's actually a lot of jumping variety. So they, they, everybody kind of transverses space a lot of times in their own unique way. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, there is another thing which I think is kind of different than standard MOBAs, which are the characters aren't so like firmly locked in being a specific tank healer. Like they, they are, but there's a little more flexibility. Healing people can still be used to great effect elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, tanks aren't like so tanky that they're uncounterable on things. It, it really That's... like they're kind of all their own unique entities, and it's very skill based. It's it's much more about familiarity with who you're playing. And that's what I would say I think is why I prefer Awesome Knots to a lot of other MOBAs, or at least where I think it succeeds in a lot of ways because it's very uh, forgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, like with the other games, it's just like there is one set play style to play as, and that's really all you can do. Um, and with this, there's just like so much more like room to experiment and sort of like play around with your character. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it, the fact a, yeah, I, I think the fact that you're also locked to one specific character and you can't change out mid match. At first, I was a little hesitant by that decision, but for someone who is very new to the genre, it made me experiment right off the bat and commit to that experimentation and really see what the strengths and weaknesses of this given character was so that's actually a moba staple most mobas really are. okay you can't switch okay. out yeah cool yeah. You're, you're you're so watched to, you're so used to overwatch yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna just switch every five seconds yeah switch on the line this isn't working abandon <laughs> abandon ship uh but yeah i mean the, the thing that they do well um I think that since you're committed to one person, the fact that things aren't such hard counters and aren't so locked to their class does make it, like, kind of easier, honestly, to, like, be like, I'm going to try this person and feel confident that it's not going to be, like, uh, 40 minutes of getting just destroyed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I can tell you, uh, games like League, if you make the wrong character decision, it will be 40 minutes to a bad League game can be an hour and a half. Uh, of getting just Oof. annihilated, right? With no hope, yeah. no hope. No um, hope. I I think, man, there's just a lot of. Th- I, I'm trying not to just jump all over the place. Oh, 
that sounds back. There's the auto repair. There's the auto repair. Um, it like it's just so, it doesn't take itself as seriously as other MOBAs. Like, can we talk about the aesthetic that they have going? That Awesome Knots has. Oh yeah, like it's very much like a Saturday morning cartoon kind of yes. feel. Well, even that even is, the intro that is is that what? is the perfect phrase. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they they are very aware of how hammy this universe is, and they embrace it down to just how bizarre the cultural appropriation for these characters are. I mean, there there is like every conceivable creature. Um, that you can find. I mean, you, there's, there's into go ahead into things that aren't even conceivable, like an ice cream knight named Scoop. Yeah, yeah, like what? Yeah, like just as an <laughs> example, like just as an example, you have uh, like a knight that is like sentient ice cream that fights things. You have a very stupid alien that is lobbed into like this like like Iron Man esque suit that shoots cats. You and have then you've got uh, Professor Ulip summoning waves of dinosaurs. Who is Max's favorite? Um, you have like cowboy. You have like gangster frog, French chameleon. Just like you have like Russian space monkey. It just is like incredibly varied, and it's just like fun and hammy. That's another really great word hammy. to like, sum it up. Mm-hmm. And the, the they're drawn really nicely. I mean, I don't really know how to like. It, it, it's very like cartoonishly hand drawn. Please take a time to Google. Off go to off go to Google images and just look at how fun these people are. And that's a lot yeah, of it. Read I think along, that The game is. The game is quick and accessible and fun. I mean, they really, I think some of the games, some of the MOBAs suffer from taking themselves a little too seriously mm-hmm. and getting Which really, isn't that, like, you which can is pull fine, that which off. Which is fine. Um, and people, a lot of places have pulled it off, honestly. I mean, that's that, that's what's made it so, uh, other games more successful as, like, sports is, like, that they are taking themselves super seriously. Mm-hmm. This, this is something I've hinted at a couple times, um, but you, this is just a good opportunity to tell something that bothered me with league of legends is that they need like have taken an effort to explain everything like that doesn't need to be explained so like you're playing as a champion and it's like okay so you're a summoner who is like taking mental control of this person that's how you're controlling this character and it's like you don't need to justify like the like relationship between the player and the character like adding that layer is unnecessary awesome not to just like play a dude start Mm -hmm. fighting like yeah I, it's just more accessible, like you've said. That I think there's a word we're going to be coming that's, back to. I think that often. I was I was just going to say. I think that's honestly a key phrase to the entirety of talking about mobas, which is accessibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that and that's where you start kind of getting into a bigger conversation of is something that's hard to access but intricate. Where does that fall in contrast to something which is easier to pick up on and is just, just as a whole? I mean it. Caleb, as a first-time player, how would you feel in terms of going into it in the dark? I mean, if if I didn't have you guys, I, I think the tutorial actually does quite a good job of explaining the mechanics right off the bat. You're so you have the familiarity of platforming, which helps; it really does. And the aiming is very conducive to just aiming your reticle 180 degrees and it generalizes the aiming it's not very specific in terms of targeting uh, especially for melee so for me it was just a matter of getting used to the actual tropes of a MOBA aka you have turrets on different lanes you have minions that you have to hide behind to absorb damage those were very basic premises that again in the tutorial they did a pretty fantastic job 
of sort of establishing right off the bat. So for me, going in kind of blind, I, I got everything I needed, and then hopping in with you guys, it sort of furthered that understanding a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And that was the same thing when I picked up League of Legends. I'm sorry that I'm going to be mentioning it so much. That's just the only other MOBA I've played. It, it's, but like, it's, a so, big, it's, it's a big thing to mention in this whole conversation. Yeah, I mean, right. that is that is the one where Mac, you've got, like, how many, what, they've got, like, I don't know how many champions they have now, but it's... I just looked it up. They're at about 130. Holy oh, shit, guys! Man. What? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome Mouse doesn't have that many. Nope. <laughs> uh, we will definitely talk about that later, but, uh, so Max is the one that got me into League, and similar to Caleb, if I didn't have him there, I do not know how long I would have played. It probably would not have been very long. And then I stopped. But playing. for the record, I've also stopped playing at this point. So what? Whatever. <laughs> um, um, that's that, and that's another like just another example of accessibility. Items is a really big part of that problem in MOBAs, and that was even overwhelming for Caleb with this. But like, so like the items you buy, there are just so many, and especially in League, like there is pages and pages of different mm -hmm. things that like mm -hmm. do different things to your character that aren't quite explained and just trying to learn all of that like oh, yeah. one of the re reasons i stopped playing league is that every now and then they would like have to come out with a patch that made me feel like i had to relearn the entire game if i wanted to like Ugh. play competitively like if i had to want to like keep up with items. people that's actually just, like the re like re retweaking champions the way the map works the way the items work it is just so much information to try to keep in your head just to play a goddamn game. <laughs> the way that items work, that's actually a carryover from uh, the RTS days because that is how the, the characters function. Uh, the hero units, that's how they function in like Warcraft 3. You actually did have an inventory of six items. Mm -hmm. And you would buy, I mean, like literally down to like you would buy vision wards, which that's, that's a thing. That's mm -hmm. still majorly a thing. Unless you're um, in bronze. <laughs> uh, Super uh, in joke. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> We're awful awesome of bad shit today, guys. The whole, the whole thing. Yeah. Awesome Watts foregoes the entire conversation of items, and they just kind of are passives that boost up your attacks. Mm -hmm. um, they also actually... And I, I, really, I really like awesome that. Awesome also foregoes ults, too. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. There's no ults in Awesome Mots. It's just kind of you have your basic skill kit. You just have to kind of figure out your two moves. Uh, Max, can you explain what alts are and abilities? That is something we sort of brushed over. So yeah, every part of you know we're mentioning that there's like 130 characters and some of like you know every single character is uh, they all have their own different set of like functioning moves, uh, different set of attacks. They all have well, at least in League and a lot of other things, they have alts. Whereas you play, you'll get them over time when you're playing well, and they're like your your super move, your ultimate move. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's also a uh, a real good opportunity to get yelled at by strangers when you use it as a bad time. <laughs> awesome Nuts yeah. doesn't have that, really. Awesome Nuts, everything has relatively quick cooldowns. You just kind of use your attacks when you use them. They, they're, you're using most of your abilities at all times if you can. Mm -hmm. do, we, do we want to talk about the toxicity problem in MOBAs? Is that worth mentioning? I, I mean, that applies that to can, all MOBAs. That though. can like transition into like why it's become such a cultural phenomenon uh if you want to go down that lane i mean we, we can mm -hmm. uh -huh. do you want to take the top or bottom lane guys i prefer mid because i like mages anyway um i think <laughs> i think like the simple answer 
to just like to keep it concise. I think they're such a big deal because there is something sort of satisfying about in these sort of games that it very much feels like pitting your skills and ability as against another person. It's like there's a very significant amount of like I have practiced and I have learned how to outsmart you mm-hmm. and sort of just be a better player. Similar to like a regular sport where it's like I've practiced, I can anticipate a lot of things and I can like this comes down to my skills as a player. Which is where I the think com- that's the big Which is appeal. where the, the I think people are able to like really get behind the idea of making these games sports. Are they are still MOBA is still referred to as a subgenre of real-time strategy. It's still very much a strategy game. It's much. It's it's entirely about your thinking, mm-hmm. because the game, the way this, the creatures and the turrets work are without any human interference. They will be at an eternal stalemate. Yeah, yeah. So your job is to push the stalemate. And um, I, I actually think, in a way, this is where how like that information overload is in a way part of the selling factor. Because it's like, okay, I have... So, like, a lot of competitive games, it's still that, you know, me versus you. But with this, just being able to say, I have mastered all this information. I have absorbed all this, and I have sort of understood it. And it makes you feel more accomplished of being able to take all that in and Mm -hmm. apply it to the game. Well, I I think that is inherently why there's such a huge community for this specific genre, is it is an over overflow of information and to be able to specialize yourself as a player and to know like I have kind of separated the wheat from the chaff and I know what works to me and I can kind of adapt my skill set and pick the quote unquote best character Mm -hmm. and and be able to pick myself Mm -hmm. against one of 130 and be able to come out on top I think that is kind of like gets to the root of why it's it's such a go-to for uh, digital sports i mean the same can be said about fighting games as well but even oh yeah yeah that is that is a similar you know with fighting games it's more the button combinations are uh, at an all-time high and, and trying to think in your head how do i counter this specific move with a specific button combo is very similar to with, with this with this moba genre mm-hmm Oh yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, to take it back to Awesome Knots, what I think makes it so good is like when in terms of accessibility, mm-hmm. for the most part, they do everything that other MOBAs do. Maybe not to like the same extent, but like they still have these items that allow you to like sort of customize yourself and like put yourself against other players. There just aren't as many. There's not as much mm-hmm. you need to learn, and it just like makes it sort of like a sa- like the same experience just more laid back, more casual, and easier for anyone to pick up. And it's and all it's, wrapped in this really fun Saturday morning cartoon skin. I say it's it's really hard. It's hard to feel bad. Like it's hard to get like I feel like it, it just getting competitively angry about this game is tough when you're playing as some of these characters. Like it's fun when Yeah. The biggest the biggest like push to do well in the game is that if you get three kills in a row it starts playing your theme music and you get real hype for a while it's just fun as shit and that's i think that's the key word here is just like that that's i think where the interesting conversation of like where this all falls into like an aesthetic art conversation is just like this is the most accessible i've seen of this format um Mm -hmm. and while they're at it they're also innovating on just the way the camera functions in a way which still pertains to its accessibility um and that's and that's majorly successful that 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 speaks to 
how significant aesthetic design and music design can influence things. Sorry, I tapped out of the conversation for a sec to uh, do some quick math. Um, So in Awesome Knots, there are only 12 items per character that you need to learn. In League of Legends, there are 189. Woo! No thanks. That is, that is that is open to everyone. Oh. Which, that is another difference. That's, awesome that's knots a, they are cla- they are character specific and in a league it is you have everyone has access to oh the same my gosh. ones. And it's about figuring out which ones. But that's yeah. that is t- in the conversation of you know where does that fall in terms of strategy? That's a much further degree of strategizing. Mm. That that's why Yeah. And that's where it's interesting where Awesome Knots kind of fits into this it almost doesn't lead itself as well to the the MLG uh, MLG Major community, of, yeah, Major League Gaming uh, of the, it, <laughs> it almost by Mountain in a way, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it, it almost it almost isn't as well aligned with um, the sports conversation as like a hyper strategy game like League, where you have like all these options and you mm-hmm. mean that's why people watch they watch to see how other people use builds and how other people use characters awesome knots is yeah. just like get in there baby <laughs> start fight hear the music have some fun it's, 20 yeah, minutes it's, okay it's, time it's to about, play a new one it's about fun it's about plays and it's about quirky characters mm-hmm. and they're weird i mean I, some of the characters i think just the way they function is way stranger than other games there's there's a oh, very definitely. there's a very distinct personality to Awesome Knots, and it's great. Well, I will I will say this as you know, if you compare this to in Overwatch, where I think they are are taking the vein of MOBAs of specialized characters, not necessarily the same mechanics or anything like that, but there are very key characters. I don't know why you guys are smiling right now. You um, lagged. The way that... <laughs> oh, okay. So I'll repeat myself. Um, just the the way that Overwatch treats its hero-specific characters and how you know when a certain ult is ready, uh, what is their strength and weakness, I think it is far more digestible and easy, visually uh, better communicated compared to Awesome Knots, where it, it's definitely more accessible than a League of Legends, but when you're kind of just thrown to the wolves and you're in this massacre in, in the center of one of these lanes, it's tough It's tough to really discern, yeah. okay, this is... I'm, I'm being pitted against pixelated dinosaurs. What is going on? You know? It's, it's yeah. tough to get a grasp of it when you're first starting out. And I'm sure with further playthrough more experimentation with characters that'll become you know more familiar mm-hmm. but right off right off the bat it is just a much tall it's it's a tall order to to try to there's actually they're actually the the reason for that's kind of weird i think um and part of that is that in these games there are like stealth components so they don't broadcast your attacks because if you can legitimately do a good like sneak up on somebody, you deserve to kill their entire team. That that tends <laughs> to be me like me and David have an ever famous one we were playing where we took out the entire team in the first five seconds and they all quit because <laughs> they were so mad. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's Feels fun. It's, it, that's that's where like these kind of games are so play based is when you get a good play. It's it's really interesting when you're just like. Ooh, you didn't stand a chance. <laughs> and that, that's again what I said. It can be incredibly satisfying to just outplay other people, and, and it feel and it's not just it's just like I did better than you. Um, 
Yeah. Caleb, I think I think for the most part we've said a lot of what we would want to. I'm just guessing. I'm reading the room. Is there anything else you would like to add, just like this being I'm, I'm Babies vs. MOBA? Babies ba- vs. MOBA. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, aside from the visual, you know, overload at times, <laughs> I, I think it is a very fun time to be had. And I, for a genre that is so entrenched and just... This, this elitist few who are able to like feel as if they're masters and, and sort of, we talked about the toxic community of MOBAs, how that is sort of the driving force behind the genre to have something that is just very accessible as a platformer. As, it's something that we are all very familiar with and to quickly learn the ropes and to be able to effectively play a match or two um, right off the bat was was encouraging and i had a lot of fun so mm-hmm. that that's and really if you if you have uh anything you play video games on i promise you awesome nuts is on it because oh, yeah. this game this game is on every this actually originally wasn't a pc game this was a ps3 game at first it's even on the Game Boy. Go back and find your Game Boy. It's on. Find it. your ga- no. Yeah. Find that Game Boy. But count. no, it's <laughs> it's it's on a lot. It works on like all operating systems. It's PS3, yeah. PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One on the way. I think it just it's Probably. on everything. They just like it's accessible. They, they you can just play it on a lot of different things. Although I've heard mm-hmm. control controller is a little weirder. It's definitely more fun on a computer. Right. So Caleb more or less just did this. But Max, if we were writing a hit book, The Art History of Video Games, which, no matter how much Caleb laughs at me, that is still going to be my lead-in to this segment. I still like uh-huh. it. How, yeah, how do you think uh, Awesome Knots would be included? Um, I think that it's very hard to not have a conversation about MOBAs because it is such an enormous cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I think that Awesome Knots could get left out because it doesn't really fit into the phenomena and it's it doesn't fill the like the the roles of the phenomena in like the exact ways. If you but, if you use phenomenon one more time, you get kicked out of the call. Just warning you. Okay, <laughs> All right, I apologize. Um, but the thing is, I don't I don't think that it fits the same way as other mobas. To which I would say that's what makes it so special. Awesome Knots <laughs> feels very niche at its in some ways. Um, it's just ah, it's just special. I love it. You know, I love yeah, the, it. like the, to me, to the, me, I. It's sorry. just a special. It's just a special phenomena. For for me, special. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love. Okay, can we stop? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that trap door? Uh, for me, it. Yeah. <laughs> I I look at it in the way that the latest Doom was sort of a response to modern FPS games in terms of. You know, sure, sure. Okay, just hear me out. It's a, it's a. No, very, no, I like okay. this. I like this. You look at sort of the Call of Duty first-person conventions of an overwhelming amount of items, specialties. It is that has also become a cultural phenomenon, and I think Doom was a response to just the overwhelming, just fatigue that some people have to the genre. It is a much more streamlined faster pace still draws on the conventions of the genre but is its own thing and for me awesome knots is sort of doing the same thing it's looking at mobas understanding the frustrations that new players might have and is presenting it in a much more digestible package that that actually that i would say that 
that coming from you means more because you would be very much a person that was fatigued by MOBAs as a concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, y- um, you, were, you were very resistant to the idea of oh, MOBAs. Oh, yes. Because yes. it is it is a... Yeah. But, it yeah, is a I, fucker. Uh, there were... There were a couple times Caleb would come to our apartment while Max and I were in the middle of a league game, and you'd just go, okay, what is happening on the screen, and can you understand it? There'd just be a glaze. Um, just a glaze. And, the, yeah. un- and unfortunately, the best answer we could give is we don't have time to discuss it. Right. Because there's too um, much. <laughs> yeah. Gotta feed the fiddle. Um, that sounds dirty out of context. Yeah, there's, a, there's a chip called <laughs> no, 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 Anyway, No, 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 no. Don't, 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 <laughs> just leave it. Just leave it. Gotta okay. feed the fiddle. Uh, so, so when uh, I, David, yeah, when David, I, David, 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 2016, gotta feed the fiddle. You just said uh, his last name. Gotta, <laughs> no, I'll beep uh, it. Got uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> guys. No. Yeah, stop giving me things to edit. Um, so the way I would say in this book um, that we are writing, <laughs> God, uh, I think like when you look at like the history textbooks you would have had when we were in high school, where it's like they're talking about something big. And there's, like, sort of this, like, side event that they want to talk about. There's, like, a blurb in the margins. I think Awesome Knots would be that blurb, like, hey, here's what you should have been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just, like, sort of, like, niche is, a, like, it's not trying to, like, even if it is trying to, like, break into, like, the pantheon of, like, popular mobile games, it just more fills a niche than anything. But I think it is really important to look at what it is doing and how it innovates and just sort of say, like, okay... What can we learn from this in the future? Um, yeah. I think, I think along with that, we mentioned something at the beginning where we were saying that like it being a 2D platformer doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is. It's super Re- it is. Reiterate yeah. that again. That's a big deal. That's a huge <laughs> Like, I mean, that's, it, that's, it just, that's, that's the biggest thing of note to the whole game, I'd say. Yeah. People that don't play video games, you would just be surprised how much a change of perspective changes, like, the inherent way that you play the game and, like, the way you have to think about it. It just, it doesn't change the game. It doesn't change the game. <laughs> they, like, there, there's a lot of, like, mechanic reworking that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening to this one. I hope that the car being murdered outside of my house didn't ruin everything. All the, all the, um, all the last name bleeping. Yeah, yeah, this is a real fun one. Hope the auto quality is good. Um, I just a quick note. So we just we record a little bit in advance just to deal with our schedules. So I would like to apologize now for the Hotline Miami episode coming up late. Uh, Caleb and I were doing some bachelor party recovery, and editing was not in the cards that morning. We were ziplining. <laughs> ziplining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to send us. Um, like any like what you think about MOBAs, your suggestions for future games that you would like played, your 2D Saturday morning cartoon. That's not a good fan art one. <laughs> That's That's not not I want one. it. 2D sa- 2 day Saturday morning fan art of us. Actually, no, yeah, that okay. that would be pretty good. Not the more that I think okay. about it, I would enjoy. All that. right, so 2D Saturday, us enjoying Saturday morning cartoons together. Crit Crew <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons. Send that to us, and all of now, that goes to. We, we upload we upload the crit crew on Sunday. We're gonna crit, we're gonna upload the crit crew Saturday morning cartoons on Saturday morning starting next week. No, we will not. <laughs> uh, but send that to critcrewpodcast at gmail We are ready for your words. And then, Tagline. And then DM. tune in to Cartoon Network on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's go watch some tsunami. <laughs> oh, if they made it, if they actually made a Saturday morning cartoon for Awesome Knots, I'd lose my mind. I would watch it. Um, so, don't give Netflix so, ideas. So, 
so fellas what do we what do we say at this point in the episode is that is there something that we uh, normally break into yeah we go awesome nuts <laughs> victory <laughs> we collectively <laughs> listeners i want you to stand up i don't care where you're at right now whether you're in a box okay or on a train Does- stand up with us okay we're gonna raise our credit, fist credit churn. We're credit gonna churn. Our, fuck you. We're gonna raise our credit churn. And we're gonna yell credit awesome churn. knots. All right. Credit, credit, okay. credit churn. Credit churn. Two. Credit churn. Three. This credit awesome knots. Awesome knots. <laughs> Get out of here. This credit's adjourned. <laughs>